Hey, welcome back to Woman Talk to God, WTTG. It's been a minute, y'all. I'm your host, your girl, Sean Owens, and I'm super excited that you have decided to join us for 25 days in December of Making Much of Jesus. We will be hearing some awesome testimonies from both men and women how Jesus is still saving souls. Let's tune in. Hey, today I have the honor to sit and chat with my sister, my friend, my roommate, Eva Swanson. We are about to hear her testimony and hear how Jesus is still saving sinners like you and me. Hey, girl. Hey, Sean. Welcome to WTTG. Could you tell us where you're from? And, of course, share your testimony. Yeah, yeah, we can um, dive into that. Um, like, like Sean said, I'm Eva, and I am from State College, Pennsylvania. That's where I was born, um, and it's when I, where I went to college, and then have been around a little bit since then, lived in Chattanooga for a year and then Bloomington, Indiana for grad school. And now I'm in Washington, DC. Um, so yeah, I guess, should I just start off and dive into my story? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's always encouraging to hear just the way that God is continuing to save people. And um, I love like revisiting my own story and reminding myself what he's done and and how he can use us to um, be part of other people's stories. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll just start by saying I grew up going to church, grew up going to a Methodist church. Um, and I think some of my clearest understandings of the gospel um, before I really started walking with the Lord might have been um, just this sense that Jesus called us to forgive over and over. And I just remember um, learning about that aspect of Jesus in Sunday school and kind of being intrigued by it and realizing how hard it was to do um, on our own. And so I think it's interesting to look back on, you know, time when I was in like middle school or high school and kind of those are the things that stuck out to me about Jesus, um, even though at that time, I'm, I'm not sure if I knew him um, as he was as Lord, um, but I don't remember a time when I didn't you know, like Jesus or um, think he was cool. So like I said, I don't really know the exact day I, I became a Christian, but I think things really started to shake up whenever I went to college at Penn State University. And um, it's so, yeah, I was going to do random roommate, but my friend um, that I was, you know, friends with in high school, we kind of last minute just decided to live together for whatever reason. And it's cool to see the way God was probably over that. Um, but she's somebody who I later came to find. Um, her parents used to work in full-time ministry with the navigators. And so it was my connection with her and my connection with another friend I had from high school that really looped me into wanting to be involved in navigators at Penn State. And yeah. in my Can mind, what um, navigators like what is navigators? yeah yeah navigators is um it's essentially a camp from from what i know it's campus ministry i think it started in the navy or military but um, it has a huge presence at a lot of campuses around the country okay and there's definitely an emphasis on yeah knowing scripture and discipleship within that ministry and so for me i think i saw it as oh cool like i think that would be a good thing to be involved in in college um, kind of stay connected to 
you know, God in, in a way. And that was my first time. Like, I'd been to Sunday school and, like, youth group and stuff, but it was my mm-hmm. first time, like, being in a Bible study that really studied the word and went through an entire book. And I think that, so my first semester of college, we went through Mark, and I even remember myself being somebody who was kind of, like, I was going to do the Bible study, but I was also a little, like, I guess I'm going to do it. I don't know. I wasn't really sold on it, sold on it. And then I think as my roommate would go each week, I would go with her and So it just became this normal part of my schedule and it brought me to encounter this way of studying the word and seeing all of what it says and not just parts of what it says and Mm. encountering things that Jesus said um, that I didn't know he said and I had grown up going to church. And I think there was that, that kept happening and I kept encountering scripture that I thought, wow, I I did not know this was in this book. How and it led me to more questions asking, so what else is in this book that I, I don't know about? Because if I'm going to, you know, say I'm a Christian, I don't want to not know what's in this thing. And so it really led me on the journey of seeking understanding of what what God says and when I came across things I didn't understand um I didn't want that to be a reason to just walk away. I think I just kept or you know, God kind of helped me to push through and ask more questions and try to understand. And so many times and times again, he answered questions um, in ways that I didn't expect him to answer. And it just kind of leads to you knowing him better. And so oh. through, through college, just got more involved with the ministry, got more, like I said, involved in that Bible study. And my Bible study leader sort of started meeting with me in a more like, yes, I guess intentional and hangout kind of way. And so we, we started going through some like little know booklets or different different approaches to study the word and just build our relationship and then once it came to me being junior and seniors whenever I actually led a bible study with my roommate that I had mentioned before and so just throughout all that time in college there it was such a blessing to have her as a person to ask questions to but also for me to question her and we just kind of had this back and forth all the time and had amazing conversations that really helped me to grow and I think helped us both to grow um and I would say it kind of came to this almost like I would say within college and my spiritual journey there was definitely like a a climax in my senior year because you know you're faced with that point of I don't what am I going to do after college like what is my future and and um you're just trying to figure out a lot of aspects of life and I just remember really getting into reading in ways I hadn't before books that, you know, talked about God. And I really remember hitting a point in the late winter, early spring that really locked in this concept of outside of God's purposes. It's, it's extremely bleak and there's nothing there. And I think that was a point that um, he made it pretty clear to me that there's such a beauty of like clinging to him and knowing there's purpose in him and, it kind of put me at ease because I had been questioning for so many, for like years, a lot of things, but it gave me this ease of, even if he doesn't answer things, I can trust his heart and know that if he doesn't show me an answer, like it's for a reason and and I can trust him with it. Um, And and he doesn't have to show me everything for me to trust him. Um, And just feeling like, what is the purpose of everything of not just my life, but like this whole 
world and, and just kind of wanting to be with God and whatever he was doing and, um, you know, kind of having this realization that for the rest of the days I, you know, wake up and have breath in my lungs, like it's me and him. So I think that was the year where it really kind of locked in this, all right, God, it's you and me. This mm-hmm. is really it forever. And so um, I'm just going to stay by your side and trust you with it day by day. So then that led me um, into this year in between grad school that I spent in Chattanooga. And it was almost, I did this program where it was, it's cool because I think it was, it was something I did that I wouldn't have done had I not, you know, been saved by God and um, really led me to not just believing the gospel, but like see and seeing how it transformed my life, but seeing how our lives should also kind of transform our surroundings and we should allow our surroundings to transform us too. And so that getting into just how we're connected to community, how we're connected to local church, how we're connected to seeking welfare, welfare of a city. And so I really think that year was a lot of continuing these truths that were planted in me and like letting them flourish and grow into how our, how our lives should connect with other people's lives and, and how we should be faithful to, um, yeah, seek God, seek justice, seek mercy. Um, and so, yeah, I think that was kind of a outworking that year and then went into grad school to continue to apply what I learned that year. And, and so I think it's interesting because my testimony definitely includes how I came to know God mm. and how he came into my life and illuminated himself to me. But I think it's so cool how testimonies don't end there. They that's kind of, that's almost like the start of them and, and how, yeah, and how that mm-hmm. kind of comes in and influences everything you do after that. And, mm-hmm. um, that's definitely what I saw happen. And so it's brought me to where I, yeah, just the point in, where I am in my life now. And, and that testimony is ongoing. And so just Amen. excited to see in the next few years and the rest of my life, next few decades, how he continues to grow that seed that he planted a while ago but it's still growing it's still building um yeah one so we're really just in the midst of it <laughs> yeah I mean one of the things about this testimony of walking with the Lord is that he's a saving God but he's yeah. also a keeping God so these testimonies just keep on happening I remember mm-hmm. being young and back in a southern church of North Carolina we used to have testimony services and people would just get up and you know of course some would talk about how their brother got saved and then one woman would get up and she'll just start sharing a testimony about something else that the Lord has done in her life. So as you said, you know, these testimonies being a part and walking along with Christ, he's um, constantly gives us ways that we can see his goodness and his kindness as we continue to walk with, walk with him. Mm -hmm. And how much you see in the story, it wasn't your strength to love him, but him Mm. allowing you to, love him and see him and so the the, I think in the moment when I was just starting to experience that you don't I didn't really know that and then later on I look back and I was like that was God working in me to want him to want to know answers to want to you know seek stuff in his book and so yeah that's another aspect is he's like (laughs) yeah his nearness to us is our good and I think Mm -hmm. that is so easily forgotten yeah that is, that's good, sis. Well, is there a favorite scripture that you have that you kind of like go back to whenever you feel like 
you know, we all have those days, but what is that scripture going back to and just continuing to see God's goodness and his faithfulness? Yeah, I think there's, (laughs) sure. No, yeah, I think I I definitely have a couple, if that's okay. Yeah, that's one of your favorites. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the one that comes to mind first is definitely, indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus as my Lord, um, with Philippians 3, 8. And um, I'd actually kind of just coming to mind now, the one that also encourages me is better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I'd have to look up what the reference is for that. But same thing with um, verses that have to do with singing and praising him. So do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the spirit speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs of the Spirit, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. That is one for me. Um, and then just anything that kind of, I think it, verses that have to do with my story and the way I mentioned how God illuminated himself to me. Um, I think of Second Corinthians 4, 5, where it's talking about how, um, for we do what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God said, Let light shine out of darkness. Made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. And so I think anything that has to do with the knowledge of God and like understanding his ways, those kinds of verses really speak to my heart and encourage me and remind me that there's always, I think it is freeing and exciting to me to know that there's always more to know about God. There's always more to understand about him. Like we can't, I think we can get into these slumps of thinking we've hit this point of we're, we're good, but Mm. we, we we can never, um, there's no end to the depths of, of him. And so I think verses that point to that. And like I said, verses that point to singing and praising and just being in his presence and knowing there's nothing better. Mm, then keep growing and feasting on him right amen sis that's that's awesome um well before we close out is there any words of encouragement that you would want to share with an unbeliever who may be listening or a friend who may want to share your testimony with someone else is there any words that you could would like to share with them yeah I think it connects to my story um in the sense of purpose I think a lot of things I've wrestled with is purpose and, and why, why humanity exists and mm-hmm. life exists. And um, I would just encourage an unbeliever if they're like seeking those questions and trying to understand that, because I think it's, it's easy for people to just ignore really, really seriously thinking about that um, and just distract themselves with things. That's, I know I've definitely done that. Um, but when you really let yourself ponder it I would say definitely consider Jesus his words and how they I just believe that they stand um, forever and nothing else does and so if if you're looking for something that you know isn't fragile isn't bleak isn't you know gonna fail you I would look to that look Mm. to God thanks again sis and thank you for chatting and being on WTTG yeah thanks for having me all right bye bye Thank you for tuning in. I hope that by listening to this testimony, you have been encouraged. If you are listening and you are not a believer, which means that you have not placed your faith in Jesus, 
I pray that you realize that you are a sinner in need of a savior. I encourage you to reach out to the person that shared this podcast with you and tell them that you would like to learn more about Jesus. If you are a believer, I encourage you to go tell it. Go tell someone about Jesus. Go and share the gospel. It's all about him. He is our only hope. And I also hope that you would tune in tomorrow as we are making much of Jesus. 